Welcome to the Future of Farming podcast with Plan Farm, where we chat with growers, plant farm professionals, and those in and around the agricultural industry to help support your farming enterprise with farm business consulting, agronomy, grain marketing, full scope investment, as well as financial consultancy. On the first episode of the Future of Farming podcast with Plan Farm. We actually got to chat with Slim Davey, who is a Wickapan farm worker. He actually recently undertook the advanced agronomy course with Plan Farm. And in this chat, we talk a lot about how he was able to do the course while also working and the support he got from his boss to actually complete the course. We also chat about his 2021 season and how they went, as well as the future of the agricultural industry. So it's a really great chat and I hope you all enjoy it and get something out of it. So I want to first chat with Pete Newman, who is the Plan Farm Academy course coordinator on why he thought that Slim would be the perfect first choice guest. So Pete, tell me why Slim? Well, Vinnie, what happens in the academy is we do all of the course content in videos online. We have this one day get together at the end. So Slim had done the advanced agronomy course. And on the day he was calling me saying, I'm running late, but I really want to get to this course. Is it okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's okay, Slim, no worries. And he, he got there you know, half an hour late or something. He'd driven from the farm that morning, turns up in his classic farm workers attire, which is thongs, of course, cut off sort of uh, denim shorts, the blue trucky singlet underneath the shirt. So you can sort of picture... Just the perfect farm worker uniform. And then, you know, so he walks in and here's this, here's this guy and he just said, G'day, everyone, and sat down. And, and then I got talking to him at the break and he just said, look, I was thrilled. And, and you'll hear in the interview, he repeats this, Vinny, but um, he said, I was really thrilled that my boss invested in me and invested in my personal development, professional development. So he's thrilled on that level. Uh, but also the fact that he went to his local field day and felt that f- finally, and he really understood what was going on, what everyone was talking about, all the presenters were talking about at the field day. So for those reasons, I thought he was great. And as you'll hear, Slim uh, is a great character. And, um, and you know, I think his boss, Craig or Crazy, he Slim is probably the sort of ideal farm worker. You know, I think they've probably got a great relationship and uh, and I think every every farmer out there would want an employee like Slim who's prepared to go and um, do some professional development and learn from it and, and further his career. Yeah, absolutely. It was such a pleasure to interview him. So let's get into that interview now. Slim, thank you so much for joining us on the first annual Plan Farm podcast for 2022. I know you're very busy, so I'd love to just jump straight into it. But before we start, something that we're doing this year for 22 with our Plan Farm podcast is we're wanting to know and ask about one of your biggest farming blunders or stuff ups that you sort of still tell to this day when you're at the pub or having a beer with your mates. So do you want to start by telling us one of your stories? Uh, as I can. Um, hi, Olivia. Um, well, we had one this year, actually, which wasn't mine. It was my boss. I hope he doesn't mind me saying it. Um, we had a bit of a fire on the header this year start, and I wasn't actually in the paddock at the time. We, I was out at CBH unloading the truck when the fire started. Um, and uh, we've got a messenger group for our fire brigade, so that messages started coming through to there to say that there was a fire at our place, and I couldn't get hold of Crazy, uh, my boss. So he ended up calling me on the two-way while I was unloading, and he said, I've, he said, I've got no phone. He said, you'll have to organise the fire from there. So, 
I did my best to do that without actually being at the fire. It was quite hard. Everyone was ringing me to see if we needed extra units or, or whatever we might have needed. Um, but as it turned out, when I got back to the paddock eventually, um, the fire was all put out and everything was fine, but we did lose the header front uh, to save the header. But what had happened was he, in the heat of the moment, I guess, he decided he thought the header was going to be gone. So he grabbed his phone which, and his glasses out of the header and threw them out of the header away from the fire to try and save them. Um, and then in the process, he's unhooked the front off the header to try and save the header. And while he's doing that, he's trying to break the couplings and drag the header front over the top of his phone and glasses and ruin them both. So as it turned out, he didn't save them at all. The things that happen when you're a bit frantic um, in the heat of the moment and then you come to realise yeah, that... Right. Yeah, you go. Actually, it wasn't such a good idea, but especially around fire and being um, in the bush, there's not much time to really think twice. So you just got to do your best. And what no, happened sure. after? So you, you're going along, still got the header, but new header front then? Uh, we're up for new header front, but they're a little bit hard to get. Yes. Year, actually, so, yes. Um, yeah, so we'll, we're doing our best to organise that. But um, yeah, but the, um, a lot of the companies have booked out for next year already for new front, uh, and second hand ones are really hard to find. So. Yes, definitely. And very expensive too if you do find them. Mm-hmm. Just COVID things, unfortunately. I'd love to learn a little yeah. bit more about you. So tell me about your sure. journey and what you're doing and where you're currently based. Uh, so I'm currently based at Wickerton, the east of Wickerton. Um, on the farm there and the main farm is at Yearling, just east of Yearling so there's two farms sort of separate, we live on the Wickerton farm and my boss lives on the Yearling farm um, we crop about three and a half thousand hectares yeah. which is the whole, whole program the whole farm's in, in crop um, and then during the summer we buy trade lands and, and then get rid of them just before the that's where we're yeah. currently at. Yeah. And how long have you been in agriculture? Is ag something that you've always always been working in? Uh, on and off, mostly agriculture. I grew up on a family farm. My father didn't take over the farm. My uncle did. Um, but my grandparents were just down the road with beef cattle in Victoria. So I grew up with that. Um, I lived down there at Grandma and Thomas, I think, more than I did at my own house. But fencing and doing cattle work and whatever else. So I always wanted to get into agriculture. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have a family farm to inherit as Dad didn't take that path, but um, did an apprenticeship in Victoria on a spud farm. And then eventually, well, I went to America for a little while, for six months with a mate and did a harvest over there, which is quite an experience. And then come back to Australia and ended up in Minimum in 2008. I was meant to be there for a couple of months to drive a bloke's header and I haven't left yet, so um, still here and still farming. I spent five years in Perth when I met my wife um, and then yeah, headed back out to Yellowing in 2015, back onto the farm and yeah, been farming since then. What's it about the West that you really love or about, I guess, the agricultural sector in the West that you really enjoy? Um, the biggest attraction for the agricultural sector was the size of the machinery and, and the paddocks and the farms. I love the isolation and, and the big gear. So at home, we are, our big paddocks are 
30 and 40 hectares, whereas over here they're a lot bigger, obviously, and we've got more like the broad acre side of it. Mm. Um, but as far as Western Australia goes, I love the relaxed, relaxed yeah. attitude of Western Australia, and, and I love the isolation. The, the further towns are apart, the better for me. <laughs> I think some people would also agree. You yeah. recently also actually took part in the Plan Farm Academy, and that is yeah. something that is something that's really a focus for Plan Farm this year. I'd love to hear about how you came to actually take that journey and where that all started for you wanting to uh, take on a next level of professional development. Yeah, so that started, well, Crazy got me on it. He found it or heard about it, I'm not sure where from, um, and asked me if I'd like to do it. That's my boss. So he pulled it all in with Plan Farm and with Peter Newman and I was more than keen to do it, to learn about the agronomy side of it. So, um, yeah, we booked it in and away we went. But it was an absolutely fantastic course. I, I learned so much more than I was anticipating. Um, it was just, yeah, really fantastic. I'd recommend it to anyone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What areas of the course particularly were the highlights or standouts that you really didn't even think you were going to learn much about? Um, mostly the, the soil, which what I was most fascinated in. I uh, never really given much thought about the soil and how important it is. I mean, obviously it is important for your growth of your crops, um, but there's that much involved and that much you can do to your soil to improve it. Um, with deep ripping and lime and all the rest of the things that go with it. So for me, that was the most exciting part. Um, and then start with that at the start of the course and then go right through to, to the end of the course where you're harvesting the top. It was, yeah, it was fantastically laid out, but the, the, the soil and soil improvement was the highlight for me. So important. It sort of gives you more value or... I guess, intention with your work, would you say, in terms of the everyday chores and what you're doing, you get that really uh, wide understanding of why you're doing exactly what you're doing? Absolutely, yeah. And that was the, that was the standout thing overall, to be able to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, I'm very confident jumping into the tractor and putting the crop in and, and jumping in the header and tagging it off. But to really understand... From, well, from, like I said, from the soil through to the harvest, um, why you're doing it and why you're doing what you're doing. It's all good and well being able to do it, but to understand why you're doing it makes an absolute, yeah, it's a huge difference to, to how, not necessarily how you farm, um, but to understand why you're doing it is, yeah, it, it's nothing short of fantastic. Yeah. And you said it was your boss who actually signed you up for the course and invested in you as an employee. How does that make you feel in terms of being an employee or being able to leverage your career as you start to work on what you're going to do in your future? It's, yeah, really good. It's, um, from, well, I felt really good that he wanted to invest in that, in that time and effort to put me through the course. Um, obviously, it, it's a financial cost, but it's um, taking me away from work as well. So for mm-hmm. him to want to put me through that, and um, it was, yeah, mate, I was quite humbled to, to be able to do it. Um, 
to know that he wanted me to advance to advance his place. And it's and it is a benefit for both of us. Um, for me to understand what's going on better and and work with Crazy now um, and understand what he's telling me. <laughs> a lot of the time before we he was saying things that I didn't quite understand, but now I understand mm. a lot better. Yeah. Um, it makes it a lot easier for both of us, I think. And yeah, going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's great that you're on the same page and that you're able to sort of learn alongside him and really understand what you're doing. And I guess, is this a conversation that you're having with uh, other friends or acquaintances who are also on farms that are wanting to leverage their ability to understand why they're doing what they're doing? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm recommending it to all my mates that haven't done it. Um, and, and to farmers too that employ people like myself um, who have the workers there to, to put their workers through it because it, um, the amount you learn out of it is, yeah, it is fantastic, yeah. Yeah. And the course itself, what was the learning process for you? Do you want to just, what, what was your, I guess, education level prior to doing the course? And yeah, how was it actually undertaking the learnings from the course? Uh, for me, it was, I'm not brilliant with computers and Zooms and things like that. That was a learning course. I've never done a Zoom before this course. But, um, but that learning side of it for me, I it was very well set out on the app that we had to do the course. Um, and it was it was actually easy to navigate even for myself. I probably had my wife help me a little bit with the Zoom calls and that sort of thing. But um, no, it was very well set out. It was an easy way to learn and the best thing was I could do it in my own time. I didn't have to be in a classroom at nine o'clock at a certain day and that sort of thing. I could do it when I got home from work or on a Saturday morning or Sunday afternoon or whenever it suited me. So that side of it was really good. Um, yeah. And then the, at the end of the course when we had the day in Perth, I would have liked two or three days in Perth to sit down with all those brains that were there, the Gunnels and Peter and everyone that was there. It was um, that was fantastic too, yeah. Yeah. Is it just that sort of meeting like-minded people that are on the same sort of uh, trajectory for their advancements of the industry and being able to communicate with them in person? There's Zooms are great, but there's nothing like actually being in the room with the right people, is there? No, that's exactly right. And the, and the Zooms are great. It was, um, we still have that interaction, I guess, but yeah, being in the classroom is yeah, is second to none, I think, being face-to-face and, and uh, seeing the people that you're working with and, and learning from. Yeah. And you went to your uh, local Springfield Day just on completion of the Advanced Agronomy course. How was this experience after having to completed the course? It was, the video was different than any other field day I'd been to, as in, it was the same as any other field day, but for me, um, to be able to stand up and listen and, and actually understand what the people were telling me, that um, the guys from the fertiliser places and the agronomists and, and the farmers that spoke, and to actually understand the lingo and, and understand what they were telling me, it was, it was thoroughly enjoying. Um, previous field days before that, I've always been to them and enjoyed them, but quite often I've stood there in the crop with all the other farmers and farmhands and, and listened to, as well as anyone else, but not understanding the... the um, bingo that they're talking and, and understand really what they're talking about so to be able to do that for the first time was it was brilliant yeah I really thoroughly enjoyed it 
Yeah, that would have been pretty cool to just go, you know what, all of the learnings, all of the extra time that I've put in is now paying off because now we're hearing from these people who are the uh, specialists in their area and now I can take away the information that they're telling me and actually execute this on farm. Yes, absolutely. And and not only that, but at the end of the day, to be able to go and ask the questions that I wanted to learn more about and and actually have an engaging conversation with them um, was was brilliant. Yeah, that no, was really, really good. Yeah, I can definitely tell that you've sort of had your passion ignited. Do you feel like you've got a sense of uh, the next step for you in your career and what you're wanting to achieve in the agricultural space? Uh, I guess so. I mean, for my wife and I, it was always, um, or has been for a long time, We'd like our own little piece of land that's extremely difficult in this, this day and age without an inheritance line, but um, we'd still like to one day get a little bit of our own land and, and farm it ourselves. It'll never be a, a um, highly productive and large farm, of course, but uh, to have our own little piece of land and, and to keep doing what I'm doing with Crazy and, and working for him, and he helps me through. He'll help me through all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, no, that's, that's our ultimate goal, I suppose. Have our yeah. own little crop in and harvest our own paddocks. I think that that's awesome. I think that you should never. I think obviously we're in a changing times and, you know, the trajectory of agriculture is definitely changing, but to have dreams like that, I think is really important because it gives us something to work towards. And I think most people listening can relate to that, especially in the ag space. For you, how do you feel about the future of the agricultural industry? Because obviously, you know, it is a changing place very rapidly. What's your sort of perspective? I guess you've always been immersed in it. How do you feel about the future of it? Uh, I think it's exciting. I'm I'm quite excited about the technology that's coming through with the automised tractors and that sort of thing. Um, if you look at what farmers are doing now with their land and the and the yields and, and production they're getting out of the same soils they were 10 and 20 years ago, the technology has changed so much. It's, it's just phenomenal. So in another 20 years, it's, it's probably frightening to to know what, what it might be. Um, so, the te- yeah, the technology side of it. Um, and also the, the technology in the breeding of the seeds and, um, is quite exciting too, to see how this far they've come in the last 30 odd years or whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's that's exciting too, so... Yeah, I think so. I think that there's so much happening. I, I reckon people are pretty excited. I'm sure there's one last question people want to know and they want to know, how, how's the season been for you guys for 2021 leading into 22? How is your sort of a lot of people in WA have had their, you know, record years. What's it been like for you guys? What's the experience other than obviously the dramatic head of fire? Uh, well, the Yield Wars had a fantastic year certainly can't complain, um, as as can a lot of the farmers would be in the same boat, I'd imagine. Um, but we were a bit lucky this year. There was a bit of frost around us, um, and we seemed to miss out a little bit. We still had frosted paddocks, but it didn't seem to affect us too badly. Um, so that was really good. But as far as our run went with the header, we had a bit of a rough trot. We had a few belts and little niggly things, but enough to pull you up. Um, in fact, right down to the last, second last day, we... I drove the truck and served the road train and got a wheel bearing on the 
dog came on the second half today, so then our bad luck right up till the end. Um, but we got through it and we got it all off and got it all delivered. So, yeah, no, certainly can't complain of the video. That's the main thing, just to get it all off, get it into the bins and kind of get it done. So, you guys, obviously, we are in 2022 now. What is sort of the trajectory or the goals for this season? Is it, you know, go bigger than last season? What are you focusing on? Oh, I think it'll be much the, much the same as every year. Take each as days are coming, but um, there'll be no major changes for us. Um, our programs will be very similar. We'll do our rotations as we always do. And, um, yeah, I don't think there'll be anything major major changes. I'm not trying to buy a bit more land, but it's a bit hard to get now. So mm. um, yeah, but no, we'll we'll see how we see how it all pans out. I guess. Yeah, sometimes in ag, that's exactly what you've got to do, particularly in these times. I would love for you to sort of, obviously you do say you're recommending it to everyone, but if there was a specific type of person that you think that uh, the advanced agronomy course would be appropriate for, who who do you think should be completing this course? I think, well, for myself, and I'm probably a bit biased because I'm a farmhand myself, but the farmhands, I think, are the ones that are going to benefit the most. Um, obviously, I'll draw it off my own experience as well. Um, but it's the farmhands that that are working hard and doing the hours and doing all this stuff but not understanding what they're doing, which which I was doing before. Mm. That's who's going to get the most benefit. And, and out of that benefit, it is going to benefit the farmer as well. Um, so I think the farmhands should be targeted and I, I reckon they'll get the best out of it. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And just for sort of anyone, it doesn't really matter what your age is either. Would you agree? I think it it would. It's just about a willingness to learn and having a go, right? Absolutely. Yeah, age is no issue at all. You never stop learning, Lavinia. So um, it doesn't matter if you've been farming for forty years or if you're a new apprentice this year. It's all. For everyone, it's worth doing. You'll, you'll always learn something. Yeah. And are you sort of now curious to do more learning? Is this sort of motivated you to keep educating yourself and keep putting yourself out there for new development opportunities? Yes, absolutely. So um, I'm going to do the course again this year and do it, do it again. Um, so I don't know if Peter knows that or not, but I'll be turning up again at the end of the year at the first week. Um, but yeah, just to refresh what I've been through, but yes, absolutely keen to learn, learn more and, and take the next step, whatever that might be in agronomy. That's awesome. I think that that's so exciting and it's so great to have so many people who are passionate like you, who are working in the industry on the land, who really want to help conserve and, you know, keep it going for the next generation, because I think that's so important. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with it. <laughs> Slim, thank you so much for your time. I have thoroughly enjoyed hearing all about your experience with the Academy, learning a bit more about you and what you're doing in your career. And also Plan Farm will be so excited to hear that you are coming back to do the course again because it was so valuable for you the first time. Oh, thanks very much for video. and appreciate you coming. No worries. So there you have it, Pete. Can you believe Slim enjoyed the course so much? He's coming back again for 22. 
Yeah, well, that's great, Vinny. And yes, Slim and everybody else, if you do a Plant Farm Academy course, you're welcome to come back again and again at no charge. So people keep the course content forever. So they can always dip back into the videos. They can come back, come to our video conferences and that, but they can also come to that face-to-face -face event and no charge. I mean, it's just going to cost us a lunch or something, but we're really happy for people to, to come back. And we've had, we've had people do that. And yeah, hopefully we get more to it in the future. Yeah, I think it's such a great way to build that community because it is such a rare opportunity, particularly since COVID, to actually get in the room with like-minded people, which is what we chat about in that interview. And I think you can really tell from how motivated Slim is again to come in 22 that it's just such a great place to learn and be a part of a great community with the Plant Farm Academy. Absolutely. And look, if people are motivated enough to come and join us again, we're more than happy to have them. You know, we really want to hang out with those sorts of people, Vinny. So yeah, really happy for people to keep coming back um, at no cost in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And as we mentioned, all the information on the Academy is in the show notes as well. Plant Farm Academy is one of Australia's leading agri-related learning platforms that allows families and individuals of farming enterprises to create and achieve their visions of their future. Learn more about the Academy across agronomy and the business of farming via the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with Plan Farm or learn more about Plan Farm, you can visit the website planfarm.com.au or head to their Instagram, Facebook, Twitter or LinkedIn.